Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If I'm talking normally. No. No. Blimey, that was loud. <laughs> Am I talking now? Yes. Okay. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the archers <laughs> with me, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman, and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. Actually, I think it's the last two weeks because of Christmas Oh, are we, are we talking about a, a two weeks? Blimey, this could yeah, be a I long know. show. I know. A bit, not a lot happened, so it's fine. We began the Christmas fiesta every bit as badly as I foresaw. We would, namely with appalling jokes, courtesy of David, which <laughs> then led on to the dancing Von Kraps. David and <laughs> Pip ganged up on Stella and basically refused to let her out of Brookfield until she'd agreed to prance about in a leather dirndl. Stella's only riders were chocolate biscuits and going on first, which clashed with Linda's riders, which were going on first and a copy of Stanislavski in the dressing room. I am <laughs> refusing to talk about gag agriculture as everything in me clamped down so tightly I may need bowel surgery. Alice broke it to Chris about Harry, who is disturbingly creepy, but Chris out-creeped everyone by announcing that he would like Martha to have a puppet one day which he managed to invest with a great deal of sinister intent. He went out to buy a puppet and came back with a Shetland pony, which, if it is anything like the Shetlands I have known, will eat everything in the village, including people's wellies, bite people when it doesn't get its own way, and kick like a mule when it's asked to go anywhere at any speed. In fact, they're like toddlers. So Chris has, in effect, given a toddler a hairy toddler. Anyway, the hairy toddler is called Champion the Wonder Horse, which meant I sang that for the rest of the day. Maybe she can get a bear called Gentle Ben next. <laughs> Christmas at the stables seemed to consist of people talking about bicycles and meat, which is better than the usual Christmas chat of, oh, do you do your turkey like that? How strange. Do you not find it makes it dry? But maybe you like it like that. There was a Brookfield Christmas catastrophe, which I think we actually predicted, the merging of the two Christmases. Stella and Jill were extremely mature and did not end Christmas by forcing dry lemon drizzle down each other's throats till one of them choked, <laughs> which is disappointing, but nicer for the family, I suppose. Denise took 45 minutes to make gravy, which seemed unnecessarily protracted unless she was doing some sort of Heston Blumenthal job and serving it in an in inner tube surrounded by dry ice. She'd clearly become so bored she couldn't wait to go and help Alistair unwind a sock from a dog's lower intestine. Ooh, Christmassy. Anyway... <laughs> Denise and Paul are now working together at the stables and Alistair and Denise are getting closer and closer to the extent that when Denise said that her and John were having issues, Alistair could barely contain his whoop of joy. A tree smashed into Emma's car and Ed took that precise moment to tell her that he wanted to be a tree surgeon, largely because he seemed to have developed a bit of a crush on a soldier. It didn't seem awfully tactful. <laughs> 
I wonder if she'd been hurled across the kitchen by some dodgy wiring, would he have announced his intention <laughs> of doing an NVQ in electrical engineering? Anyway, Emma liked the idea so much, she had one quick go on a chainsaw and promptly decided to retrain as a tree surgeon, which is the equivalent of someone having three pints, doing unexpectedly well at pool and deciding to hand in their notice and become a professional school <laughs> snooker player. However, it was very nice to hear them sounding cheerful and with something to look forward to, so I shall reserve judgment until Ed accidentally has someone's leg off. <laughs> Kenton, Jolene and Lillian were sat in an empty pub saying Emma's car's being hit by a tree to each other over and over and over again like early Harold Pinter until Lillian confessed to being extremely miserable which she attributed to splitting up with Justin but which I think was probably more to do with having to spend Christmas with Mango. Christmas with small children can be nice if they are your small children, but otherwise the whole day is a dizzying blur of wrapping paper batteries and overpriced bits of plastic. Annoyingly, Lillian and Justin made up, which has scuppered everyone's hopes that Tiger was going to make a reappearance, and we can blame Tracy for that, who only forced them to reconcile in an effort to stop Lillian telling her to smile more like some yes. lechy old bloke at a bus stop. So, I predict a sexy couple of weeks coming up, with Lillian mm. and Justin being nauseating and probably a proposal. Uh. Alistair and Denise spaying cats with a seething sexual tension like Ross and Rachel <laughs> in rubber gloves. And Ed and Emma being all kissy now they've not only got a permanent uh. purpose, but no bloody idea where they're going to get 40 grand from. Bring it on, I say. The weather's rubbish and there's nothing on the TV, so let's see in the new year with a bit of Ambridge sexy time instead. Oh, no, 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 no. Can we please, please, please? There's already been far too much sexy time. Has just there? this, Just this no. week. Yes. Well, yeah, no, because Ed was so turned on by the, the idea of, of Emma's car getting crushed by a tree that he came over all <laughs> randy at the thought of her in her pyjamas. <laughs> Um, I don't think Lillian, it, it was the it was the tree that gave him the horn. Lillian and I may have got things out of order there slightly. Mm. Lillian and Justin were tonguing each other in the bar of the yep. bull for God's while sake. while everybody watched, which was also Tina, a little was, bit no, that disconcerting. Was, that was very very odd. That that sort of thing needs to be reserved for internet sites, <laughs> I think. Uh, and oh, well, well, I suppose Alistair and uh, did Alistair and they didn't, didn't no. they? No. He said, I no. could have kissed you and no, I, would I would have kissed have. you back. Yes. I would yes. have. And she said, I would have kissed you back. Yes. Indeed, yes. yes. Why um, would you kiss me back? Kiss me front. That's what I. <laughs> but yes, it, that was, that was, uh, it's, it's, it's nice all that. And it's nice and soppy, but it is going to get wearing very quickly. And everyone's already saying, oh, will you just get on with it on Twitter? So, yeah. No, that was, um, I mean, there's slow burn and then there's um, mm. there's whatever the hell that was for mm. Alistair. And yeah. uh, I'm not quite sure now what it is that's holding them back exactly. Well, because... Pro professionalism? Because, no, they're still married. Yeah. Denise and, Denise and Thing are still married. Yeah, okay, but I mean... Clearly, in name Not only. for much longer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're still married enough for John to come to the stables and all that. And, yeah, right, he was there for Christmas, yeah. actually. So if he? they were properly yeah. split up, yeah. then yeah. that wouldn't yeah. happen, would it? No, that's true. That's true. Um, and he is a man of, of honour, little Alistair, isn't he? He's so sweet. If nothing else, yes, indeed, yeah. Well, he's a puppet, I think. Um, well, we shall see in the next week or two whether he's mm. really a man of honour, because I suspect yes. he's going to get tested. Oh, really? Yes, yes. What, you think she's going to start turning up in her vetty in scrubs <laughs> with nothing underneath them? Yes. Really? Yes, or a sheepskin liberty bodice. 
That is hardly hygienic in a veterinary surgeon, is it? <laughs> you get bits stuck to it. Bits of animal. <laughs> God. Yes. Imagine. Um, I, you, you mentioned something right at the end there, which, uh, which has reminded me mm. of, um, I don't know, it seemed to me to, to be some dodgy maths. Because oh. so you, you said 40 grand. Yeah, because he said it was... 17 for the kit. Yeah, but twenty if they got kit for both of them, and I'm because oh. he said he said oh I didn't said, I didn't hear that bit I didn't register that bit. He said he said well we can't share kit so you'd have to get your own so that would be twenty, and I thought what is the is the only kit you can't share a pair of gloves then because you know well they can I, no they can they can share it's just the yeah it's just the safety um they can share chainsaws. <laughs> The couple thought. that shares chainsaws yes, stays yes, together. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they can share chainsaws. They can they can share all the safety equipment. They just can't share the clothing, can they? The safety yeah. clothing. Well, I don't know. What is must be three grand then? I mean, if if uh, if, if Emma only were Harriet to wear safety were pyjamas, <laughs> <laughs> if Emma were to wear safety pyjamas, she'd never have them on anyway. If Ed no. had anything to do, with no. I, d- I doubt. I doubt she spends a lot of time in her clothes anyway. I safety. It is forever hauling them off her. She's like, they, get out of the way, Ed. I'm trying to see the telly. Have they, <laughs> have they changed? The have they changed the actor for Ed, by the way? Is it? No. He sounds different. No. No, 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 no. Hmm. It is still him. Okay. How does he sound I mean, he different? Does, I don't know. He does sound broadly the same, but he's, I don't know, he's become, he's a cross between Ed and Tony now. He's got, more than a whiff of Frank Spencer about him. <laughs> I think it's is when you don't hear someone for a while, and then you come back and you think, "Ooh, maybe, they don't," because maybe. you've 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 remembered them in your head as different to how they sound or something. Yes, but you. Uh, by the way, I entirely disagree with your. What did you say? He yes. So Ed had got a good feel. Had got a good feeling, hadn't he? Yes. I've got a good feeling about this, and I thought, yes. well, in that case, I definitely <laughs> haven't. That means it's going to go wrong yes. in a second. So I'm yeah. relatively confident then that yeah. this is, is all yeah. going to yeah. But it probably was... not, not even start. My guess is they won't get a loan. But, I mean, my God, how quickly did that all happen? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's it his went, lifelong it was, ambition yeah. for the last three, three and days. Three and a half minutes yeah, and yeah. since he met a soldier up a tree. And yeah. then, and then uh, you know, <laughs> she she's like, yeah, I could... I like doing that as well. Let's do that for the rest of our lives and hand it on to the, our children. And I'm like, you've done it for literally, you've, you know, you've treated, you've wafted a chainsaw about for two, about two yes, minutes. Yes, you've chopped Emma. up one that, tree yeah, that was that horizontal is, anyway. Yes, that is not enough. Not no, enough to suddenly no. switch. But then, you know, uh, if the alternative certainly is always smelling of dishwashers exactly, or whatever. Exactly, exactly. So actually, I, I did kind of think, well, yeah, why not? It's yeah. Not it. I mean, the, yeah, the, there's the money issue. Um, but, uh, you know, if they get a grant and... Um, I mean, there are you know. loads of grants and things for uh, rural, not crafts, but rural, what do you call them? Not craft, skills. Um so there is, there is, there are grants available for stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, I know they found one, but they should hunt around and find some more because I bet there are some more they could get. And perhaps there's, there's, I, I don't know, because tree surgeoning, I don't know how much of that is that tends to be like people's gardens and things, doesn't it? Yep. 
and ideally what they would like what they what they need is something that will get them out deep into the woods i think you know what i'm saying yes well I if did they're going wonder. to work together then yes. they might as well really take advantage of that my god they're they're just never gonna get anything done are they <laughs> the second the second she hears the throb of that chainsaw <laughs> She's going to be up against a log She'll pile, and that pajamas thing. off in a jiffy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But do you think that's partly why, you know, because <laughs> the the way they adopted the idea so very rapidly. Yes, I think it was probably just think, hormones talking. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> do you think next week they'll go? Oh, Ed, that was mad. What were we thinking? I don't know. I was never meant to never talk about but it, it was, again. But it was a fun <laughs> week, though, wasn't it? <laughs> It's brilliant, that Emma. We didn't oh. chop down any trees, but it was great fun. Put your helmet on again, Emma. Just for me. <laughs> Put your safety slippers on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um. So okay. Uh, to to move on the to, from the the kissers and kisses, mm. we're we're a bit cross about Lillian, aren't we? I think. Well, th- I didn't want her to get back with him. No, neither did I. Because cause I, kept, I kept thinking she can do better, but then she was so mm. horrible to right. Tracy have I and missed something here? Emma, is, is, does Lillian have a stake in the bull? Yes. Right. She's a part owner. I was I, right because I was really thinking this is very odd indeed. Yeah. I don't Peggy, understand. Peggy why. Woolley used to run it, and the bull uh, was her and Jennifer's childhood home, okay. and she's now she owns a share of it. Right. That makes more sense now. It did seem thinking, a little blimey, odd. She's the, 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 it's right. Got a, pu- a punter <laughs> is 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 telling them how they ought to be doing their jobs. Get pretty short shrift from me in that situation. Yes. But okay, if she owns a share, I I didn't. Yes, I didn't understand why Jolene wasn't just telling her to. Yeah, sling her Keep it, keep it yeah. to herself. Exactly. Yeah. No, so they have to be. Uh, they have to be sort of. Um, they have to count out Lillian. Literally. Right. So who are the owners then? Lillian and Kenton and Jolene. Also I believe so. Yeah. And yeah. anybody else? Nope, don't think so. Okay, all right. Yeah. And is that a third each? I don't know. Have why, Have you read the contract at all, Lucy? I haven't. I'm no. starting to think you haven't. I... <laughs> do you think their honesty is a c- contract, or do you think it was just a chat? And 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 then she probably handed over handshake. like seven hundred and fifty million pounds, and they said thank you very much, and that was that. Yes, they sold, she sold a she sold a quick yacht. Yeah, and. Uh, do you reckon this money for Ed and Emma is going to come from Uncle Oliver? Well, so, yeah, I was thinking about this. It's um, in the scheme of things, you know, especially um, Oliver's. I mean, Oliver is generally talking in hundreds of thousands, isn't mm. he? Right. And um, 20 grand to get them up and running. And, and yeah. you know, uh, as a, particularly as a loan rather than a gift. Um. Because I don't, I'm not sure the bank. I mean, what are they going to secure it on? You can't. Mm, they don't can't own sec- a home. Well, right. You can't. I'm not mm. sure you can secure a loan on a caravan. Yeah. You know. Um, so I think it might have to. But I mean, Oliver's strapped, isn't he? Yep. Down to so his it won't last. So won't be him. Pair of hunting purdies. Hunting mm. purdies. <laughs> you can't have those, can you? What I really hope, what I really, really hope is not going to happen is that they will just all fall apart and they'll go back to... Yeah. Because it's like in the, in the panto last week, that that little... I I thought, I think you and Harriet thought I was joking when I said it was making me a bit emotional. But Emma singing the... 
you know, this time. Yeah. Um, did. I thought that was really, and it's kind of, uh, it made me think about her and how slightly shit her life has been in some ways. Well, Harriet, um, no, it's been fine. No, no, no. God, Harriet's life's brilliant. Um, <laughs> no, no, Emma's life, of course. And, uh, and um, I'd really, really, really like to see her and Ed. Yeah. You know, get on. Yeah. And, and, and it's about time. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What tends to happen is, is in, in the sort of the, uh, the, the cycle, the Archer's cycle, it's Clary and Eddie would always reach rock bottom and then something would happen and then Eddie would say, and they'd be sort of rescued for about six months and Eddie would say, or a year maybe, and Eddie would say, I really feel like we've turned a corner, Clary. Yeah. And then they'd be, but yeah, then they'd go so. quiet for a bit. Yeah, but then yeah. they only get hauled out again when things are go have gone to, have gone to shit. So yeah. you know, it's not. I mean, it is a recurring theme in the Archers that that the the Horribins and the Grundies and never uh, get an even break. Yeah, right. You know they, exactly. Yeah. It's only a matter of time until yeah. it all goes wrong for them again. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would yes. be. I mean, actually, even from a from a story point of view, if you if you took if you say you took Emma and Ed and they start this business and it's an enormous success and they've suddenly got money in their pockets. Um, there's all sorts you could do with that from a from a story point of view and sort of character development. And so mm. so I think I'm, what I'm saying is, come on, script writers. <laughs> come on, BBC. Give it give it a give it a give it a give it a go. <laughs> let's see what let's see what happens if somebody who's poor doesn't write for themselves. Yes. But Please. then they have because that's what Susan and Neil did. And everybody mm. rips the piss out of Susan for I mean, being they've aspirational. Got their own place. They've got their own place. But, they I built mean, their he, own house. Okay. But he's he's a pig farmer and she works in the shop and the cheese factory. He's a manager. Though Don't let her hear you say he's a pig farmer. He's a manager. Where is a okay, suit? Right. Um, nonetheless, you know. Yeah. It's, I wouldn't. Then They're not in the same league as Justin. Or, no, of course um, not. Or no, Oliver. No, or, no. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a bridge too far. That's, I agree. That's they have done. Of, they have done nicely for themselves, mm. but and uh, they're at the and also they're at the stage of their lives where people tend to have managed to put something mm. together. You know, mm. you've put, you've eventually managed to pay your mortgage off if mm. you've got a if you've got a house and a mortgage and so on. Mm. Um, whereas Ed and uh, Ed and Emma are still young enough to make stupid decisions with lots of money. Yes. So so let's have some of that. Yes, like let's be tree surgeons. Yes, and timeshares and you know yeah. all that kind of fantastic. <laughs> you don't hear about timeshares anymore, do you? Let's that's because bring, people let's bring timeshares back. Oh god, people realised what was happening, didn't they? Um, <laughs> we had some very sad news um, oh. over Christmas, uh, oh. which was the uh, the death of Ian Pepperell. Yeah, oh yeah, indeed, um, that really was sad. Much too young. He was very, very young indeed, and um, he died uh, after a long illness um and you were saying that you had only been listening for for roy being sort of mildly irritating but rather sweet and yeah irritating nice. putting it a little strongly but mm. he, he was he was in the first episode i ever yeah that's listened right. to it was yeah. after it was when uh kirsty was having um was discovering slave gate right 
Um, and she was leaning on him quite heavily at that yeah. point. Um, Kirsty uh, and Roy's friendships were one of was one of the nicest aspects yes. of Roy's because he did the character did have a really big because he was he was known as Roy the racist for ages. Well, exactly. He, so yeah. I missed all. Of, I am aware yeah. of all of that. Yeah, I completely missed it. So my my sort of um, impression of Roy is is uh, is almost entirely positive. In the sort of eighties. And nineties, eighties, and nineties, maybe, maybe nineties. He was very kind of um, uh, angry, angry young English man. I, mm, you know, yeah. da, 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 and he sort I of really reflected. Find that hard to imagine, I know, too. yeah. And he sort of reflected a lot of what was going on in the press and things like that, and yeah. um, you know, the, the sort of the mood of the country and or some aspects of the, the country, yeah. and. Um, and he was absolutely vi- well. Obviously, you know, he posted poo through dog poo through his letterbox and things like that. Although he was yeah. being led astray by other people, but at the same time, he got in with a bad crowd. Yeah, and it yeah. took him a long time to kind of find himself, I think. But he mm. he emerged as a very and he had really as a very sort of um, sympathetic character. And he also had really good comic timing. So they ended up. Who ever would have thought mm-hmm. Roy would have ended up with lots of the funny scenes? Because yeah. he really wasn't like that when we first sort of got to know him. No, right. And, you know, the stuff with the spread, because he was a big fan of spreadsheets, uh, as you are. And um, so when he started doing his dating, online dating, he had a, he had a spreadsheet of, of who all the dates were. So he didn't get them muddled up. Because when he was on um, Tinder or whatever, that's it was. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man after my own heart. There. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the not the dating on Tinder, obviously. No. Um, uh, I don't want to make that clear. <laughs> but yeah, so, so so he went on a big, a big, a big transition, and it was, it was mm. really nice. And he ended up being a very popular uh, character, I think. And 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 his yeah, his relationship with, well, his relationship with Kate was astonishing. Um, and then his <laughs> yeah, I still I'm still I know, not sure I, I, I entirely believe yeah. that that happened. To be honest, <laughs> it was a true fact, and we have Phoebe <laughs> to to prove it. But I don't yeah. know what they're going to do if they're going to let Roy get another job and leave, or what will well, happen. Well, this is I mean, we were talking about this the mm. other day, and they they are we're starting to uh, it's really sad, but starting yeah. to build up a sort of backlog of uh, of of decisions mm. you know that yeah. need to be yeah uh, that need to be made yeah um although i was i was going to say um particularly with uh um particularly with the cast restrictions but they that appears to have, have they did they loosen those for christmas because we seem to have uncle tom cobbly and all everybody we? yeah right yeah the last couple of episodes have been yeah uh well staffed should yeah. i say I don't know. Maybe they maybe they found. Oh, mm. we have got. Look, we found we've another found box a, out the yes, back. <laughs> found <laughs> found a box of uh, <laughs> cast vouchers <laughs> in a drawer. Um, so, but yes, uh, um, uh, that was. Uh, or maybe sorry, for the I, whole I, of 2024, now it'll just be, you know, Kirsty and Helen, <laughs> no one uh, else, because they've used God. it all up. I can you imagine? Um, I yeah, love so, Kate and Brian living together. Uh, it's it's going to be um, catastrophic. But wasn't it sweet though when when she was talking about it? Yes, it was. It uh, was really nice. I I, you know that I don't have any time for Kate whatsoever. 
Um, except but, for this week when you except did. Except for this week. Mm. I thought she was fantastic. Mm. Showing clear signs of self-awareness. Yep. Um, not being quite happy to have her leg pulled uh, and to and to pull back. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, really showing sort of love and care and and thoughtfulness yeah um for her dad yeah um no yeah. i i really 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 enjoyed yeah. kate this week i think one of kate's ways of handling with stress is to be, is hand, of handling stress is to become incredibly irritating because it only seems to be when she's stressed that she does that it, it's oh, like the, the, the i don't know if it's stress i think if it's if she's not got anything else to think yeah if she's got no, she's got nothing else on her plate mm, yeah she just she just gets to think about herself all the time yeah and then she, then she can just be incredibly selfish and irritating. Yeah. But if she she actually got somebody else to think about, mm. then she does. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I really like the fact that she knows that Harry's a wrong one. Yes, me too, definitely. Mm. And I, you know, I don't I'm not a great one for the for the woo. But if she wants to call it an aura or whatever, yeah. that's fine. We all know what she's talking yeah. about. Yeah. And we all have it with Harry as well, I think. Yes. Definitely. I mean, Chris said to his mum, I loved it when she said, what's he call himself then? And she, he said, Harry Chilcott. She went, Harry Chilcott. <laughs> He'd made up his own name just to piss her off. But then and then Brian <sighs> Brian said exactly the opposite. Yeah. Oh, well, Harry, that's a good. Solid name. Yeah, solid, solid name. name. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I think... Um, Cricket said, and yes, exactly. yes, prep school yes, yeah, and yeah, marvellous. Yeah. And then did you hear what Kate said when she said, oh, that, oh what, you mean class appropriate? And yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's very yeah, good. Yeah. Yes. yes. No, that whole that was a fantastic conversation. The whole thing was yeah. great. Yes. And Emma being, uh, not Emma, uh, um, Alice being uh, slightly panicky, but actually, um, because Alice of a year ago or 18 months ago, Mm. Would have just had a complete meltdown yeah. about that. Yeah. But actually, yes, she got a little bit, uh, a little bit stressed. But she was, she was all right about yeah. it. And it was really, it was a really, really nice little scene yes. that made me smile. Yes, even if there was a complete wrong in standing on the doorstep. Yeah. Um, perhaps, perhaps they're playing with us. Though. Perhaps Harry Chilcott is actually a jolly good egg, mm. uh, and that whole thing with Chris and. Uh, no, that's the, not normal. That's not a normal thing. Um, and, well, and I almost went for his explanation. Really? You sort think he's all right? Of. No, I don't. No. But I, but I'm not. I wouldn't you think be it's misdirection. We're looking in the wrong. Maybe mm. deliberate misdirection. Okay. On the part of the scriptwriters, and he's <clears> actually <throat> going to turn out to be all right. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, and also the the way he was so rapidly accepting of the of the alcoholism without without giving it a second thought made me think you're not actually focused on this you're just in this for something else it's not he's doing a lot of love bombing and he's he's doing a lot of everything's brilliant you're brilliant everything's brilliant i love you this is fantastic this is brilliant everything's brilliant and you that's sort of nice but then part of you thinks no, you're not actually paying attention here, are you? I and... don't know about that. I because I've been in I've been in relationships in the past, and I and I know you have as well, where um, not necessarily alcoholism, but where 
fairly early on in things, people have had fairly serious mm. things to discuss. Mm. Um, and you do kind of go, oh, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's completely fine. You know, of course, I, you know, yeah. I wouldn't dream of walking out of this restaurant right now, you know. <laughs> even um, though every part but of Even your... though, exactly. The, <laughs> it's going, oh, God, I wish I could just brain, walk out of this. Your entire <laughs> brain is going, get out. Yeah, yeah. But you, you do, I yeah. mean, you can't, you can't go, oh, well, I didn't realise you were an alcoholic. Sorry, I'm going to have to go home and have a Oof, think about that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You go, I mean, you do go home and have a think yeah. about it, but you, at the time, you go, oh, God. Oh, at the time, you lie, obviously. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's all he's, that's all, mm. or possibly, that's, that's all he's done. He's, yeah, I don't know. Um, um, and that gag agriculture thing, I can't even. No, no. Did my, we have to go mm. through these months of Psyche? Just to enable I, Jasper Carrot to I, yeah, prop I up a flagging stand-up career. Because by all accounts, he, he wrote that himself. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I'm not surprised. You listen to any comedian who was big in the 80s and 90s. You listen mm. to any of them now, and they are behind the times they're just not very funny anymore unless i suppose you know you're their age yeah um so it's not a surprise at all what is the surprise is that they let him do it yeah yeah i don't know what the rationale i mean that was instead of a christmas show wasn't it oh was it well there was no pantomime this year there was no. Oh, yeah, right. No, that there was, was no exact, nothing. Was there was no, no blithe spirit. There was, was no yeah, nothing. Yeah. So I think yeah, that was yeah. it. And really, I'd have been happier listening to Doris Dura Gravy. What's she Although, I think actually the real star of the show, although he didn't realise it, was um, Jacob. Yes. Yes. Who oh, I enjoyed enormously. Yes. Just being himself. And also the living embodiment of social anxiety. Oh, <laughs> Christ, yeah. It's just lovely. No, it's just, just, just a bag of, of yeah. ticks and nerves yeah. and, 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 and worry. And, and desperately, and... desperately wishing he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I like mean, the rest of us as I mean, well. We were all, we were all Yakov, Wishing out we? loud yeah. that he wasn't there yeah. at one point even, I can't I think. do this. I want <laughs> I'm to sorry, go home, I'm, go I'm, I'm going home. Yeah, yes. and it, we should have bloody talked him out of it. should have left yeah. him. Yeah. She him was go. she was fantastic yeah. with him as well. Yeah. Saying, yes. don't worry, you absolutely can do this. Yes. You you can do this far better than anybody else. You've, you've got the you've got that she because she put him she put it back in his terms. Yeah. You've got the it you've got the information. Yeah. No one can do it yeah. without you because you've got the information. Then he's like, information. Okay. Then it was something solid he could hang <laughs> on to. It was like, right, then, okay. So so as I think as many of the listeners know, I live in the Netherlands, um, and Dutch people. It's it was a bit of a shock when I first got there, although I'd been in, in Germany before I moved to the Netherlands, so I was, I was warmed up there. But the Dutch are nothing if not honest. Right. To a, to a fault. And, yes. And I do mean to a fault. Um, they, if, if something is coming out of a Dutch person's mouth, you can be sure it's what they actually think. Yeah. And they are not, in stark contrast to the Brits as a general rule, they are not sugarcoating it. They're not saying it because they think it's what you want to hear. They're not, uh, you know, um, giving you any 
leeway at all. It's what they think. Mm. And um, and actually, once you once you figure out figure that out and come to accept that it's not yeah. personal, yeah. they're not being Don't rude. Take to it. Exactly, yeah. they're not having they're not being unpleasant. They're, it's actually great. You you know, it makes life much easier in many yeah. ways. Um, and Jakob was just doing that, and mm. it was. But he's Swedish, not Dutch. No, but nonetheless, I think yeah. you know his Northern um, European. Sort I'm of not, I wasn't mm. suggesting that uh, that was uh, that was a national trait. I think mm. with him, it's it is purely a personal thing. Yeah, um, and he's he is uh, probably slightly atypical. But my favourite um, line was when Emma said was looking at the photo of the pony, and she said, "Oh, look at him! He looks like a little man." Yeah, and he yeah. went, "No, he's no. not a man, Emma. No, he's a pony. <laughs> it's a pony. It's got a leg at each corner and a <laughs> and mane said, and a tail." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it four coffees? <laughs> <laughs> He's, I, I really, I don't, I haven't really got him up until now and I haven't really enjoyed him, but uh, but that was fantastic. This week was written by Katie Hims and I think she is rapidly becoming one of my favourite writers. Archer's the last writers. two weeks have been yeah. great fun. We had a Warburton week and then a Katie Hims week. Great mm. fun. I've really, really, really yep. enjoyed the last two weeks. Yep. In stark contrast, it appears, to people who go on the Facebook group of uh, a of a certain archers uh, society shall let me put it like that yeah. who all appear to utterly utterly hate everything about all of it and I don't and know why I can't wait to bother. stop listening and then yes. come on next week to tell everyone how much they can't wait to stop listening because it's well, so awful I have had a whale of a time in the last two weeks it has been brilliant and lovely and funny and heartwarming and thoroughly enjoyable yes so yes. so to all of the haters um, hashtag haters now we have said. now we have to go back in time to remember what the hell me and harriet were talking about last in because it was we had the pantomime in between didn't we um, oh i expect you were having an inadvisable <laughs> stab at something so lucy and i lucy and i have come up with a new segment for the show which is called lucy and harriet have an ill-advised stab at <laughs> we will come to that shortly so, so oh, oh yeah yes, okay sorry yes, am i jumping yes, the gun you are yes okay um christine says the person or people who should be most grumpy about christmas in ambridge are alan and usha this is because oh. the church is dedicated to St. Stephen, which yeah. means while most vicars are having a nice rest on Boxing Day, right. Alan should be having That's a service for the feast Day, of St. Stephen, yes. probably to the smallest congregation of the year, she says. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, that made me laugh, by the way. Uh, the idea that um, agriculture was in some way going to persuade people to come back to church. Yes. Never in no, a million no. years. Well, you say, okay, I'll come back to church, but promise me you will never do that again. Well, yes. Okay, yes, yeah. possibly. Yes, it's more like unless you come to church, <laughs> we'll keep doing this. Yes, yes. Mm. yeah. We're just going to keep Sykesy yeah. doing this yeah. all the time until yeah. you all come back. Every time you see him, we'll just be in the shop doing it, or you know, in the post office, <laughs> or on the green. Yeah. Um, uh, ba -ba -ba. Oh, Michael Gomer, we were talking about babies and when people say about adopted children looking like you. Yes. And like me. Alan, Alan and, yeah, they all look like you. Because Alan and Ian um, uh, were, uh, Alan? Adam and Ian were having a, 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 a sort of a bit of a meltdown at the at the school show. Yes. You remember indeed. that bit, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I, do, I do listen when I know, I'm not sorry. on, you know. 
Uh, Michael Gorman, um, Michael Gorman, the doorman, has said the incomparable P.G. Woodhouse said incontrovertibly that all babies look like a cross between Winston Churchill and a boiled egg. So <laughs> she slash he looks just like you. It's a ceremonial greeting not intended to be taken literally unless one parent looks like Winston Churchill and the other a boiled egg. <laughs> Um, that's very true. He also, Nancy Mitford said, all babies look like howling oranges in black wigs, which also made me laugh. Um, and also, Michael says, in my opinion, the ceremonial she, he looks like you is an affirmation of the collective societal evolutionary imperative to reinforce the maternal paternal instinct to rear their offspring safely and in health so that they can procreate and thus ensure the continuation of the species. She, he looks just like you equals you have a duty towards this child. This is the uh, this is the um, uh, the you abandoning uh, abandoning a, abandoning a lamb, isn't it? Yes, yes. Which which so, we're all making sure doesn't happen in case we have to look after the lamb. Yes, yes, exactly. And it's yeah, it's it's um, yeah, and it, it it it's tribal, isn't it? It's it's yeah. it's confirming you are one of us. It is one of ours. You yes. but you know you yeah, you yeah. are entrusted with this. Do you understand that? Uh, Rob Williams said um, that he has had stepchildren who people have claimed look like me. He says, I remember reading something years ago in The New Scientist about not genetically linked children looking like the non-familial parent. Yeah. Apparently, it's due to the child copying the facial expressions of the parent, which causes the underlying muscles to develop yeah, in a particular right. way. These yeah. are the same muscles that re they reconstruct faces from when they find skulls. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. oh, he said, I just thought you'd like to know that you don't get everything wrong. Which now, <laughs> we're, we're, Jeff listened one to... One swallow, one yeah, swallow does not the yes. summer make. Jeff listened to um, the email where we were talking about, first of all, about pensions. And then we segued neatly onto uh, Russian... Um, patronymic uh, names, patronymic. Yes, yes. And, uh, oh. and Jeff messaged me and said, what are you doing? This is a bin fire. <laughs> Which was... <laughs> helpful um <laughs> but yes we got it completely wrong there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And he said, you'll have emails. And within a sound yes. a second. No, they, they yes. were already emails yes. by the time that yeah. I said they were going to be emails. Uh, anyway. Terry White has emailed us and said, niet, niet, niet. The yeah. Russian system of patronymics uses, oh my God, it's all, I can't read it. Putin is Vladimir Vladimirovich. Vladimir, son of Vladimir. Vladimirovich, yes. Vladimirovich. Yeah. Turgenev was Ivan Sergeyevich. Ivan, son of Sergei. 
Tchaikovsky was Piotr Ilyich, Peter son of Ilya. And the yes. first female cosmonaut was Valentina Vladimirovna Tereshkova, which is Valentina, daughter of Vladimir. Ski in Ukrainian is not a patronymic. It's a formative adjective. It denotes yes. affiliation with yes. a place occupation, not with a father. Exactly. He said, I look forward to someone of Eastern European heritage contradicting me. No, that's also my understanding. Too. Okay. So, uh, yes. that, I think that's how it works. So that interesting, was... interesting, though, that they that it is um, uh, male-dominated. So even the, so, the um, somebody might well contradict me on this, but uh, so the the example that Terry gave of um, a female female patronym. Mm. So the, well, the, that's the, why it's the, called a patronym. The clues in the name, right? Yes. Patr patronym. Mm. Um, was still her father's name and not her mother's. Mm. Uh, but whether the, in the meantime they also take um, uh, the mother's name as a matronymic, uh, what would you call it? I don't know. I because don't they do know. that in Iceland. No, do no, they? maybe not. No, maybe not. Because um, are Bjork... you doing it now? Now you're doing. Jeff has a well, bit of an ill-advised stab, aren't you? I might be. Yes. Mm. So, for instance, um, I think. Björk is something like Goodman's dot here. Yes. So that that dot here is quite um, is quite clearly. Yeah. Daughter. Even to right exactly mm. English speakers is clearly. But I don't know whether Goodmund is a male or a female name. I can imagine that in Iceland they might be a little more mm. uh, uh, equal Less. about yes. it. Yes. 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 Um, <clears throat> so, uh, as any Icelandic uh, listeners, please. Uh, let us know. Yes. So we are now going to stop talking about pensions and Russian naming systems. Um, yes, I think it's for the best. We'll wait and see what our next ill-advised stab might be at. <laughs> Possibly astronomy, for example. I can imagine us making a marvellous job of that. <laughs> Smashing. Yes. Uh, right. Who else have we got? Oh, yes. Michael Gorman said, why the hell was David saying smash cracking pair of pins he said 1924 called and wants its phrase back that was a strange i quite liked that though um when david inadvertently sounded like he was he fancied stella and then sort of gently taking the piss out of him it well, was, was it, it was all i again i saw um in places online people getting extremely upset about this and saying it was disgusting and creepy and so on and i what? Um, you know, I you know, I I think we we do have to be more sensitive uh, than than we were forty years ago. You know, um, but I really thought it was. Uh, but it was the joke was on David. Yeah, it very was, much so. It was yeah, very just much David so, exactly. suddenly getting himself into a saying do, something without thinking, and then the right. water's closing over his head, and exactly, him thinking, exactly. "Oh my god!" And instead like, of them rescuing him, they just let him flounder about, I, which is I, exactly what you. Should I don't. Do. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. No. Mm. I mean, I don't believe for a second that David was, you know, was trying it on with no, no, with his with his daughter's lesbian uh, yes. partner, you know. Uh, and um, no, it was it was fantastic, and I a cracking set of pins. I mean that yes, so. I can absolutely imagine that that was knocking about in the twenties, but I, yeah. I think also more recently than that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure I'd say it. No, now. please don't. But even no. even even about your pins? Yes. No, definitely well, not uh, about mine or anybody's. Just okay. <laughs> but um, no. But I mean, if I were, you know, uh, in d different circumstances, um, <laughs> I think I'd probably come up. I'd say something rather more up to date than that. Yeah. But I don't think it's it's 
you know, it wasn't really ancient. No, okay, but anyway, he's just showing his age a bit. Wasn't yes, he, and and yeah. just being a bit awkward and a bit Davidish. Yes, but yeah, I like the as, fact they didn't rescue him; they just indeed. let him, let him yeah. flap about. Yeah. Um. Uh, Steve Parrott said, "Oh, you remember um last week, uh, the week before last, um, when James Everett put in Jazza singing, and Linda and Robert talking about the pantomime." Yes. And Harriet and I promptly burst into tears. Um, uh, <laughs> so did Steve Parrott, who said, oh. perhaps camp straight men have a lot in common with menopausal women. How can I be camp and a rugby roughy tufty? Yes, he he's, a, he's a big roughy yes. tufty rug, rugger bugger, isn't yes. he? But he says, Steve. but I am. Yes. 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 There is nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong with a really good blub. No. I do it possibly not daily, but it is, it's... Certainly, there's never a week goes by without me having a good old blub about something. Yes. It's brilliant. <laughs> you feel so much better after yes. a good blub. Yes. And I, I encourage all men to have a jolly good blub about something now and again. Mm. Um, I also said that I was slightly concerned about uh, Paul being, you know, he's gay, so therefore he has to be, uh, you know... Tracy Twinkle with let's let's remember everybody's birthdays and everybody let's have a party let's you know what tangoing past with a yeah oh it's always the issue with stereotypes isn't yeah, it yeah, stereotypes yeah. are stereotypes yeah. Yeah. for a reason yeah but yeah you know um Laurie Dudley uh oh hello Laurie yes says uh but he says as an early early th well yeah okay he says. Here goes me speaking on behalf of the entire gay community. I have no problem with Paul being a camp fun-loving boy. Is he a stereotype? Maybe. Have yes, I encountered yeah. that stereotype many, many times? Yes. Would yes. I be annoyed if he were the only gay in the village? Yes. But Adam and Ian are polar opposites and Pip right. and Stella are different again. Yes. As is by Rory. Ian and Adam might well be intense, but I think they're an honest representation of the angst you would feel about your child if that's how you conceived them. But I don't think you need to worry about it. I think everyone who goes through that process would be ready for the awkward comments. Any dad being told that his kid looks like him would, I suspect, be thrilled. Essentially, I'm putting my head above the parapet as an early 30s gay archers listener and saying they're not doing too badly. I'm I am very glad he sees it that way because I also mm. see it that way and no. I I think um there's room for all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good points, very well made. Uh we also uh d d um Harriet was convinced that the continuity person had said mentioned a storyline <coughs> excuse me that never actually appeared in the show as if the continuity person had a was told that something was going to be happening in the show yeah. that we never yeah. heard. And Lisa in Canada says, uh, we across the pond have annoying repetitive ads pre-podcast and the announcer only says you're listening to Wednesday's da -da -da episode of The Archers. And then the music starts. So our Cadbury's chocolate is hideous compared to yours. Our weather is torturous. Any funny British TV show isn't available on our BBC Britbox Acorn. And our architecture is non-existent. But in addition, we don't get the continuity guy. No, I don't either. So, uh, um... But presumably, if you're, I mean, if you're listening to it live on uh, on iPlayer Live, then you'd get the continuity guy, right? Yeah. But listening on, if you're listening back on uh, on sounds, then you don't get it either. Do no, you? no, no. 
So I think that's all it is probably is okay. that um, um, is listening to it on sounds. You don't. I, I, I don't get it either in the Netherlands. Yes. But I think if I listen to it live, then no. You, but I, she says that her person says listen to the episode of Barton's yeah, yeah, BBC you're Radio to, Four, but she yeah. they don't say sounds. Ooh, I can't remember now. I definitely get you're listening to Wednesday's edition of The Archers. I definitely get that uh. in the Netherlands. Um, you not get that here. You, what do we get? You're listening. It depends if you listen to the podcast or the or you're listening to it on. Yeah, because you can listen to it as a podcast, as a standalone podcast. Exactly, you, that's on sounds. Yeah, so then that's you're listening to Wednesday's mm. edition of The Archers. Um, she also can't remember the names of Chase's children, Brad and. Um, oh, God's sake, what's her name? Chelsea. Thank you. Um, uh, I am loath to add to the heap of grumbles about these budget cuts, but this is not at all the same Archer's experience as it was when I started listening three years ago. No, that is, I'm in exactly the same boat. Mm hmm. Yeah. She said, What has happened with Jazza, the manager, and will we ever find out? Well, he's not going to be the manager because we have found out because um, uh, uh, Hannah's got the job. So yeah, we just he hasn't but the, we haven't revisited the storyline. No, he hasn't. No, gone back to to Jazza saying, uh, you know what what the hell. And what is Rory doing for work, or does he not need to work, or once again have I missed something relevant? See what happens when we have no continuity guy. He's still a student. Yeah, he's yeah. still studying. I guess he went away what two years ago, a year yes. ago. He's probably in his second year now. Yeah, mm. third. <laughs> And she says her plot prediction is Joy's daughter, Rochelle, is estranged from her due to a serious struggle, addiction, serious mental health challenges, and is currently living without a home. Perhaps this is partially why Joy is so well-tuned to mental health struggles and yet yeah. seems so uncomfortable when talking about her daughter, despite being rather chatty about everything else. That 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 whole Rochelle thing mm. is definitely one they've got in the wood, isn't yeah. it? They, they're yeah. saving that for a rainy day. Yep. There's definitely the potential for uh, storylines there, mm. but I do. Yes, the the she'll just occasionally drop something into the conversation, uh, which which I think is is what we're talking about here, to suggest that there has been difficulty, mm. hardship, struggle. Mm. Um, yeah, and particularly yeah, particularly I think with mental health. Yeah, possibly. So yes, um, I hope we find out, and I hope. Um, I hope she's all right. She seems okay, doesn't she? Joy. Yeah. 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 Hmm. She's not I letting about, it stop her. I worry Jack. about her a bit. Oh, Joy. Christine has also written about Paul and said, "I she she suspects I suspect his family is a bit dysfunctional, and as an only child, he's always been a little bit little Miss Twinkletoes slipping into a tap dance routine to paper over the cracks. It will all come out at Christmas." Yeah, I, I agree about that he's always been the sort of pushes and makes people laugh through uncomfortable situations. And I imagine that there have been a few. Well, there was sort of the first inklings of that, possibly, um, when he and his mother were mm. were sort of um, well bickering, for want yeah. of a better word. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I did they, they might even have called it bickering. Yeah. Um, and they both sort of laughed at him and said, oh, don't worry, it's all going to be completely fine. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, mm. is it though? Mm. Mm. Simply because, you know, why would you put that in if yeah. if it weren't going to be? But, you know. Um, Ellen Hughes, <laughs> she said, after I said, as in me, Lucy said, that our listeners are always writing in and correcting us, 
And she said, mm. as Lucy didn't seem too cross about that fact, I feel oh, empowered no. to be a nitpicker. Because I'd said that I was convinced that I'd heard the auctioneer say that the land purchaser was a woman. So she went back, you know, the person that's bought the land, the yeah, Grundy yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. So being a stickler for small, probably unimportant details, I went back to re-listen to the auction episode. During the discussion between Oliver, Eddie and the auctioneer, they just referred to the land being bought on behalf of a third party. The gender was not specified. Okay. If I missed a further reference to the buyer in a later episode where we found out more, I beg your most gracious pardon and will eat nothing but kale croissant for a week to make it no, up to I you. know, I know which, which one my money's on yes. there. So Me being wrong. Keep your kale croissants in the fridge where they belong. <laughs> in the bin where they bin, belong. Yes, yeah. um, this is from Basil who says, Stella Ooh, is right. I, I really enjoy a Basil email. Yeah. Stella is right and Pip is wrong. Yes, Stella's remark about the dryness of the cake was rather unfortunate, but there's no reason why she shouldn't have challenged Jill's cosy decades-old certainties. 100%. To do so does not imply that Phil was a greedy, uncaring, inept farmer. It merely highlights the fact that in a rapidly changing world, agriculture must keep up. Phil knew this and often challenged his father's assumptions and prejudices, just as David did to him a generation later. Now it's the turn of the likes of Stella and Pip. Stella was quite right when she told Pip that kowtowing to Jill and her beliefs is patronising, not respectful. He, and he also said, you know, um, we were talking about uh, Ryan Kelly's beautiful singing voice. Yes. He said, when Ryan and I were but little boys, long mm -hmm. before either of our voices broke, his mm -hmm. singing voice was highly thought of so much yes. so that in almost every school play and concert, he sang solos. I can quite believe that. He says, this means that when most people are wowed by jazz as singing, I become nostalgic. Oh. And he also he... says, please give a festive shout out to my dear friends, Debbie and Jay, without whom I should never have come across your fabulous podcast. Hello, Debbie and Jay. Hello, Debbie and Jay. Merry happy Christmas new to year. all three of you. Yes, yes, and happy new year. But he, I, um, so that whole thing with Stella and Jill, um, I didn't think it was possible to love Stella more, but here we are. Mm. Uh, she was absolutely yeah. 100% right. And, um, and Pip was understandably um, really nervous about it and worried about it. But um, she really needs to. Uh, she needs to figure out which side her bread is buttered. There, mm. I have so my um, my. F I I won't go into too many details, but my former father-in-law, um, and I have uh, had quite a difficult relationship. Um, I love my mother-in-law very, very much indeed. Uh, my father-in-law, not so much. And it's largely because I never tolerated his bullshit in the mm. way that the people who live with him have done. Mm. Um, and that was easy for me because I, I wasn't part of the family and I didn't have to see him more than, you know, mm. twice or three times a year. Uh, and even when I did, I didn't, I didn't care what he thought of me. I mm. didn't, I really, really, really don't give two shits mm. what that man thinks of me. And so it was, you know, it was relatively easy for me to, um, to stand up for my mother-in-law for whom I have enormous respect and love and, and so on. Um, well, that's the key word, isn't it? Respect. <clears throat> yes. It's if you don't respect someone, then their opinion of you it matters not a jot because exactly exactly why so, would it um and i uh, and i 
and I I don't know how I would have done it any differently, mm. to be honest with you. Mm. Um, and, and particularly that, so the whole Stella thing, it was especially ridiculous because it was it was entirely precipitated by Jill. Mm. Stella would never have said a dicky bird yeah, about, about the cake, cake if yeah. Jill hadn't said, oh, yeah. actually, I think it's a bit dry. Yeah. And all Stella said, I think, was something along the lines of, oh, maybe a little bit, but it's, yeah. it's still delicious, yeah. you know. And that was then World War Three. Well, yeah. sod off. No, not having that, I'm afraid. I think there's, there's something about... Um, there's something about a generate. There's a particular generation of older people who believe that age deserves respect, regardless oh, yeah. of behaviour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is worthy of its. You know, it is per se to yeah. be respected. Yeah, yeah you have yeah. to be respected simply because you've lived a long time and you haven't died yet. Yeah. Rather than I'm a, I'm a I'm a thoughtful person or a nice person. Or whatever. You've just got to because I'm older yeah. than you. Yeah. And. It's. I think that's an incredibly old-fashioned attitude that a lot of younger people that don't get. But because Pip's been brought up in that sort of thing, she sees that, and and Stella just doesn't. Stella just doesn't acknowledge not, and says no. She's she's not put, just because she's old. She's not doesn't mean that she's perfect and infallible. You know. No, so yeah. Yes. And she Stella doesn't need Stella doesn't need Jill. No. And she doesn't need to be liked by Jill or no. you know mm. uh, or anything else. And and. I, yeah, it's it's quite easy to to get into that situation and 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 feel these things by proxy. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But actually, it's it's incredibly yeah. liberating. Yeah. To to realise, I don't care. Yeah. What this person thinks of me. Yeah. It's not important. It yeah. doesn't have an impact on my life. Mm -mm. Or, okay, you know, sometimes you do have to take other people's lives into account. Yeah. If I do this, it's going to make life difficult for other people. Yeah. You know. Um, but by and large, yeah. I'm all for I'm all for, you know, not not caring about things you don't have to care about. Yeah, yeah. Um, ah, Patricia Johnson. I know we have all been watching for clues of relationship between uh, Alistair and Denise, and this was a sweet and gentle nudge in the right direction. I'm glad they're both being mindful that Denise is married. She still has time to bring her relationship to a firm end before getting any closer with Alistair, and also. She says, read Justine and Lillian, Justine, Justine and Lillian. Does Lillian not remember that he previously forgave her for dallying with Matt Crawford in the run up to their wedding? Now, that was a breakdown of trust of the highest calibre. Cutthroat business tactics is much lower down the line, in my opinion. Right. Pat McClellan's plot predictions. Oh, I have a theory about Harry the hip. Well done. That's the new name, Pat. Well done. <laughs> the eventer no one's heard of. Definitely a wrong one and probably a prescription painkiller addict. I think Alice will dump him because he's so needy that he's obsessed with her and won't take no for an answer and uh. will get stalkery, setting a plot in motion for Alice and Chris to get together again. Mm. And then yeah, she says... That's, that, yeah, that, that, that would work. Hangs it? together quite yeah. nicely, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Prediction two, Jimus. We've been getting pointers to his forgetfulness for several months. He will start yeah. to despair, thinking he has dementia, but will eventually be diagnosed with a nutritional deficiency. A good slug of vitamin B12 and he'll be good as new. Oh. Yes, that's good. You don't you don't get a lot of scurvy in uh, in soap operas. <laughs> and especially not in the rural days. districts, when no, there's always no. a cabbage when you need one. Yeah. So, yes. Hang on, cabbage, vitamin C? 
Yes, cabbages. It's got everything. Cabbage has got everything in it. It's very, very good for you. Cabbage. You can no. Hang on. If you could ward off scurvy, with, so we're having an inadvisable stab. I was going again. to say we're having an inadvisable we're, stab here, aren't we? Well, if you could ward off scurvy with cabbages, mm. they'd just have taken cabbages on, on oh, yes. boats, wouldn't they? Yes. Mm. You'd think all the vitamin D they were getting on the tropical voyages would stop them getting anything, wouldn't you? Well, no, because I mean these. Because we're all supposed to take vitamin D for absolutely bloody everything now. Well, I do. I do take vitamin D, but um, no, I mean they're, they're, they are. Spe- these diseases are, are vitamin specific. So vitamin C is scurvy, and vitamin something else is berry berry, and vitamin something else is rickets, and so you can't you can't get rid of your scurvy with cabbages. Thank you, Doctor. Or vitamin Thomas. vitamin D. You can take all the vitamin D tablets you like and it's not going to help you if you're tired of getting your medical advice from instagram (laughs) then tune in to dr jeff (laughs) you can't i'm pretty sure you can't get rid of that with cabbages well done mass i'm i feel like i'm on relatively firm ground here well vis-a-vis cabbages harriet and i always (laughs) think we're on relatively firm ground until we we just take that one step too far (laughs) When we suddenly realise we've plummeted off the edge of something and actually we haven't yes, got you're a You're in free fall. It's when she says to me, oh, oh, yes, I see. And then I think, oh, God, no. <laughs> no, yes. I've told her something that's completely wrong. Bugger. <laughs> right. Now, uh, we, have, uh, we have this. What the L is happening? What the L is happening here? Was that you in stereo then? That's strange. Uh, no, Febreze just happened to be walking past. Uh, so I, I got him to say it. Okay. Um, so I think we all know, well, well, we know exactly what's happening here. And uh, if you have been affected by the death of a relative plummeting off the edge of a stately home while fixing a flagpole, maybe <laughs> swerve this bit. But anyway. And <laughs> also, if you don't know what happened to... Uh, Nigel Pargeter. To Nigel Pargeter. Uh, then spoiler alert, because yeah. <laughs> you're about to find you're out. You're about to be shaken to the core. So, Do you know uh, about the shaken to the core thing? Uh, do I know about mm. shaken to the core thing? Uh, I, I don't know, do I? It was, it was leaked. It was, a, it was a BBC memo, a BBC email that was put out about the, about the arch, about what was going to happen. And it said, something is going to happen that will shake Ambridge to the core. Oh. And it somehow it got leaked. It it's was all over the leak, press. It? it was all over Twitter. So it was hashtag SATTC, Shake Ambridge to the core. And everybody was trying to guess what it was going to be. And then we couldn't believe it when it was Nigel going off the roof. Hang um, on, hang on a minute. What? How long ago was this? Mm, 10 God, years? 12 years, something like that. So people were already talking about the arches on Twitter 12 years ago. Yeah. Doesn't That's how I fly. first got into Twitter from the Archers. I see. Mm. Anyway, well, they, so they weren't they weren't more specific than something big is going to happen. No, it was just something that was going to shake Ambridge to the core. Right. Okay. So people that didn't listen to the Archers said, "Oh, what? Someone gets a new tractor." And people that did listen, we we all knew it was going to be some sort of mm. death yeah. or you yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Anyway, here it is for those of you. That want to relive Nigel's Yeah, so it's not it's, it's really not a what the L is happening here no, this week, it is it? Is because a, we all oh, know what's happening. I remember Even I when know. that was happening here, yes. But I, I so I, I 
within seconds of this yes. clip starting, I knew exactly what was happening. But I hadn't heard it before. So it was very interesting and actually not a little shocking. So uh, if you haven't heard it before, uh, strap yourself in. I hadn't realised we'd be this high up. Roofs do tend to be on top of things. <laughs> oh, your gutters need cleaning out, if you don't mind me saying so. Um, careful, it's frosty. Yeah. It's so much easier in the light. No, uh, oh, Whoops! I'm all right! <laughs> no, I'm fine, it's all right. Oh, I see what you mean. Maybe Lizzie was right. Perhaps this isn't such a good idea after all. Oh, I'll be more careful. We're up here now. We may as well finish the job. You stay there, then. By the end of the banner, I'll do the other end. Are you sure? I don't mind... No, it's, it's much more sensible if I do it. I've been clamouring over these roofs since I was a child. Really? I'm surprised Julia let you. She didn't. It was mine and Daddy's little secret. What, he came with you? Of course. Showed me all the foothills. Secret party to knowledge, passed down from father to son. <laughs> I see. Mummy was furious when she found out. But he told her it was a family tradition. Ugh. And I just learned how to milk. Ugh. Right, have you got it? Yes! Oh. Only Kenton seems to have tied it on with one of his sailor knots. Oh. You unhook your end, ready to let it drop. Okay. Dear Daddy, we had so much fun together. Right, I've got it, Nigel. I wonder if Freddie and Lily are too young to come out here. Well, I think Elizabeth might have something to say about that. <laughs> I imagine she would. Oh, that's done it. Good. She's rather like Mummy in some ways. I've been very lucky to have two such fantastic women in my life. Yeah, well, I don't want to hurry you, but one of those fantastic women was right. The wind's coming up. It's free now. Good. Oh, last. What's the matter? Stupid thing's got itself tangled up. I just need to get a bit higher. Well, careful, Nigel. I'm all right. I've got it now. I've just... Oh, heavens! Nigel! David! Nigel, hang on! Ah! Nigel! So either that was from the archers or from Bertie Wooster takes a tumble. <laughs> He's incredibly... I had no idea how posh he Very was. Very posh. And he really egged it up in that bit. It was all... Yeah, well, I got the feeling. Yes, <laughs> mummy and daddy. Yeah, and, yes. yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, and as, as you... As I think was discussed at the time and you mentioned earlier today... Uh, it was a very, very long fall from the. <laughs> what does the relative From what mean? was only the roof of a house. <laughs> I know people said, "What was he doing, jumping off the Eiffel Tower or something?" But, um, <laughs> yes. Anyway, so bye bye, Nigel. An iconic New Year's Eve event for you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that was New Year's Eve, was it? Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. It was. Uh, I've heard it. I've heard so much about it that it was. Uh, it was. Um, 
actually quite shocking to to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But it was well, especially because we were all waiting to be shaken to the core, mm. and then he said, "Let's go up on the roof," and we're like, "No." But there's uh. this, there's an urban <laughs> myth that um, that uh, David said to Nigel. Right. What are man you, a man or, or a mouse? Because right. because Nigel said Nigel is supposed to have said, "Oh, I'm a bit. Yeah. I don't think this yeah. is a very good idea or something." But yeah. that didn't yeah. happen, did it? No, no, not at all. There was no. no... In fact, David was, if yeah. anything, was was yeah. urging caution. But then, in in hindsight, when he says, when Nigel says, "Do you think Freddie and Lily are too young to come up here?" Mm. You go, yes. <gasps> "For the love of God, yes, they yes. are. Do yes. not, my God." In fact, no. they're still too young, yeah. uh, even today, <laughs> yes. to do that. Yes. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm interested to to know that actually it was all Kenton's fault. How was it Kenton's with fault? With his with his pesky sailors' knots. Because I had yes, well it was yeah. Had um, had he managed to get the knot undone more quickly before the wind? Why came was Kenton up? tying knots in? I don't know. That was what he. That was what. Oh. Uh, that was what he said. Oh. Something about Kenton's tied it with one of his sailors' knots. Oh. Oh, good. That's another thing we could dislike Kenton for, then. So that was definitely Kenton's fault. Excellent. In fact, I'm surprised he wasn't arrested and charged <laughs> with uh, with seamanship. Yeah. That's quite interesting, because uh, Elizabeth gave David such a hard time uh, for, for sort of, in his vertical, was allowing it to happen. Mm. You'd think that she would have had more of a pop at Kenton, really, wouldn't you? Well, if she, I mean, if she's listened to this, and I can only assume in the meantime that she's had a chance mm. to hear it, you mm. know, she must know what's happened yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, well, there we go. Uh, right. So last, oh, and last week's one, the time before last week, the week before last, um, it was, it came from Linda's Christmas Round the World Cabaret show when Jim surprised Linda oh, by performing yeah. his Latin poem in English with Latin subtitles and uh -huh. Jazza changed his rather <laughs> crude song to what we heard. Yes. Which was very lovely. It was very lovely. Yes. Uh, right. So I think we're we're done, Mister T. Well, so they're not a sketch. Oh yeah, yeah, but you haven't said that in script. Do I need to? Do I need to yes. read? Yes. I, I also need to unlock my screen because it's locked <laughs> in the meantime. You can feel free to read that bit if you okay. get there before me. And now we're crossing over to Ambridge on the Couch headquarters, where. We or you've, they? You've muffed, you've muffed that a bit. It, there, it, I know. It all, it all got. It all got. All right, I've got my screen. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and oh, hang on. Just need to put my glasses on. Oh, fuck I, I can't. Can't read it without them. Mm. Oh, that's better. And now we're crossing over to Ambridge on the couch. Jeff Thomas, Ambridge on the Couch, PLC. Yeah. No. No, I've told you. No. I'm sorry. We're very happy with Matt. Yeah, I get it. I do. But please don't be emotional. There's nothing I can do. Try Fee and Jane. They might be looking for someone. Yeah. Bye. 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 Who was it? Elton John again. I'm going to have to block him. I know he needs the exposure, but I'm not risking upsetting Matt. It's too much. Which reminds me, did you remember the Chateau Petrust, James Everett? The weekly case? Yep, that's gone. The Fortman Mason stuff is being sent directly to his Italian villa. I don't know what a student does with all that truffle pasta. Spag bowl, maybe. Anyway, as long as he's happy. 
Have we heard from Harriet? Yes, she says she'll be back for next week, but she's not happy with the sketch. What's wrong this time? Well, there's a joke in it about Damon Albarn, and she says she doesn't know who he is. I said you'd change it to Sam Ryder, and she said she didn't know who that was either. But he only won Eurovision two years ago. I know, but she's so very, very young. Guys? Guys? Can you keep it down? Is that the studio engineers? They're very rowdy today. Oh, just looking forward to their New Year's Eve night out, I expect. I'm glad we treated them. I mean, getting a table for 30 wasn't easy, but Gordon Ramsay said he'd squeeze them in for a mensch on next week's show. Well, they deserve it. I mean, making a show sound slick and professional is easy. Making it sound clumsy and amateurish, that is where the magic lies. Did you notice the mad echo they put on my voice the other week? genius. I know. I still love the adverts being put in mid-word. Not even sentence. Literally in the middle of a syllable. We probably need to give the casting team a raise, by the way. How they continually find those stage school kids to play Harriet's children is amazing. They all sound the same. The guy that plays Rufus is brilliant. What's his name? Uh, Wakim something? Wakim, Wakim Phoenix. I think we've done so well keeping her under wraps. It helps that she's in LA, doesn't it? Much less likely to bump into people. She doesn't use the penthouse when we do Zooms. She just sits in her swimming pool changing room and tells everyone it's her studio in the loo. Is she still seeing Bradley Cooper, do we know? Apparently, yeah. It's much easier for her as she's not actually in London, I think. Talking of that, I'm not sure how much longer I can keep this accountant stick going for. Someone's going to recognise me from the National soon, especially as I'm up for an Olivier. Well, three, actually. I mean, I can ask my agent to use old photos, but it's not going to work forever. Uh Uh-oh, it's Kerry Davis again asking if he can give up the archers and write for us. I've told him we'll think about it. He says he's happy to intern for now, but we've got Russell T. Davis until the end of the year and there's only so much tea we can drink. Sometimes I wish I was an accountant. Nights in, reading John le Carré and testing the internal temperature of meat. Instead of these constant premieres and networking, networking, networking. Me, Matt, James, Everett and Jazza are doing Cam this year. Are you going? Nope. Cooper's got tickets to Burning Man, so I'm going with him to stop any excesses. You know, there's going to come a point where people start to catch on that Cooper's a married studio producer with two children, don't you? I know. We'll tell them that when we tell them I'm a bloke. I'm not worrying about it yet. OK. Anything else we need to think about? I reckon we can stay stable for next year, to be honest. With Harriet only being 24, we can get a few more years out of her. I do think, though, that it might be time for us to put it about that I'm dipping my toe into singing, acting, dancing, modelling, though. Tell them I'm contemplating a move out of accountancy. Good idea. You can't risk anyone recognising you when you do your Vegas residency. Other than that, I can't see why we can't carry on as we are, really. Cheers. Happy New Year. where we're having a review of the year. So, if you have enjoyed the show... Oh, yes, thank you to us. Well done, us. If you've enjoyed the show, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you like. And you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at OnAmbridge. Febreze is at FabulousFebreze. Harriet is at Shambridge. Or you can email us at AmbridgeOnTheCouch at gmail.com. That's ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. Now, 
we've got a suitably Christmassy type song to go out with. Well, but, I don't think I've heard this. I no, don't you know what haven't. This is. No, but well, how um, excite. You know, stop the cavalry. Yes, Jonah Louis, whatever his name was. Well, he's called his Matt's called his stop the comedy because he was <laughs> so. And we we stopped that ages ago, Matt. Yeah. About three quarters no, of an hour ago. He means gag gag thingy. Oh yes, yes, oh. gag culture. Oh. Never has a festival been more aptly named <laughs> on account yeah. of the nausea. Yes. Um. So, uh, we will go out with that. Have a fabulous Happy New Year, everybody. Um, whether you are staying in or going out or ignoring it completely, whatever you choose to do, have a lovely one. Yes. And um, please stay with us into the new year. It's very lovely having you with us. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.